the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Anything you want to talk about today, we can talk about. It's been quite... Yeah, yeah. So... Uh, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything, like I said, you want to talk about, we can talk about. Um, uh, The Trump administration, the tweets that come out where Donald Trump is somehow talking about the Federal Reserve. There's things like that 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 makes Wall Street very, very nervous. And And rightfully so. Wall Street can deal with a demon. It cannot deal with a demon unknown. So you know, like those monster movies where you know the whole world's getting prepped for an alien invasion, and then it turns out to be much bigger than expected. We can deal with the alien invasion. We can't deal with an all-out war. It's just too much to handle, in my opinion. Eight hundred five one six twelve twenty. Lightning in a bottle. Holy mackerel! Wall Street's having one of those interesting yo-yo years where we go up, we go down, we go up, we go down. We have some micro-ups, micro-downs, right? It's not really going anywhere fast, but it's happening. Like The the shifts up and down seems to go fast. Starbucks said that they're going to shut over 8,000 company-owned stores, and they're going to start talking about diversity issues on that day. Starbucks is going to close all company-owned coffee shops and its corporate offices during the afternoon of May 29 to conduct racial bias training for employees following arrest of two African-American men at one of its locations in Philadelphia last week. I am from the East Coast, and I can tell you that race relationships are a lot different in every single state. And I can tell you that it stinks. And if 2017 was a year of Me Too... Maybe 2018 will be a year of, I don't know, uh, hashtag don't discriminate. I don't know. So Starbucks is doing the right thing. Within reason. Are they going to change racism? Probably not. Are they going to change it in a couple people? Yes. And the changes start little. They don't start on a federal level. They start on a, in this case, an individual level. And a corporation is considered a publicly... A publicly traded company is considered a human being. The anti-discrimination training at more than 8,000 company-owned shops is designed to address implicit bias, promote conscious inclusion, prevent discrimination, and ensure everyone inside a Starbucks store feels safe and welcome, according to the company announcement. Would you like some coffee? Uh, I give Starbucks credit. Howard Schultz started that company. He's no longer the direct man. Who's the man? Who's the man? As the killers would say. Um, I think that's an interesting story. And like I said, every single state's different. And that's why when we try to elect a president or a Congress, I think it could be kind of silly at times to look at them to solve our problems because every state is different. 
the racism in the Bay Area is different than Southern California. The poverty in West Virginia is different than it is in Texas. You can't solve problems on a federal level. It's ungovernable. I think the federal government was meant for something a little bit more like wars, maybe taxes, big picture things, whereas state governments and local governments are meant for schools and um, race issues and businesses. Like, I won't get into it. You can tell it's, it's an area that I, I don't want to talk about. I'm not comfortable because I'm not educated. Airlines are inspecting Boeing 737 engines after the fatality. You have something like one death where an engine falls apart in the air and blows into a window and kills someone. Still the safest form of communication minus elevators. The amount of people we send around the world. But Southwest said, you know, there was some, uh, we're looking at metal fatigue. The FAA says engine inspection takes two hours. Korean Air says 20 to 30% of its 737 fleet uh, will be looked at. So ultimately, we will be safer because someone lost their life. But please note that I've got a friend who her sister's flying in from Virginia. And she said her sister doesn't want to sit by the window. It's probably the safest place because lightning rarely strikes twice in the same area. Facebook's still going to target ads under new EU law. But I found something kind of interesting. Bill Gates, who I think is inside the United States, he's misunderstood for the big picture. Outside the United States, he's a hero to a lot of people in the world, especially the poor parts of the world. He said this is the moment where Facebook can step up and really take control of the privacy issue on a worldwide basis. Whereas a lot of people are knocking Facebook for what they've done, Bill Gates is looking to the future saying this is what they could do right. So the S&P 500 is up 2% in the last uh, two days this week. That's a solid showing. But the financial sector's underperformed, and that always worries me. Morgan Stanley had a blowout quarter. They're up. J.P. Morgan, Bank of America, Goldman Sachs. Um, you know, they, they started up and they went down. If you don't invest in financial companies like Bank of America, Goldman Sachs, J.P. Morgan, and Morgan Stanley, then you're, you're basically saying that the blood of our economy is problematic. Blood, blood, blood. Because they make the loans. United Airlines and CSX train company. They impressed with their latest results. IBM, not so much. IBM and Lamb Research both surpassed quarterly earnings, yet each in its own way had some shortcomings that have fueled some people saying, those weren't great numbers. IBM down 5%, Lamb Research down 4%. So it's a market of stocks today, not a stock market. We got that going on. The Dow, the NASDAQ, the Russell 2000, the S&P 500, all are above their 50-day moving averages, which is kind of foster the people. Mark Foster and foster the people. Come sit next to me. You get some momentum-based buying interest when we're, when we're moving up, which is nice. We got that going for us, which is nice. The Dalai Lama gave me eternal life. Yes. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Roku. Roku. They're surging day after inking a deal with ESPN. 
ESPN's cable-free streaming service, ESPN Plus, will be available on Roku devices. Um, that's all about distribution. And again, if you own two homes and you have cable in two homes, you're like, man, I'm paying a lot for this stuff. You start thinking about streaming as like, I could do streaming two for one kind of thing. Interesting to note that Steve Cohen's .72 hedge fund acquired a 5% stake in Roku last week. And ESPN's rolling out a streaming product so that you don't have to have cable. And we'll see what it's like. You know, they're not going to carry everything that's on cable. They say it's going to complement it. So it's going to be certain National Hockey League, Major League Baseball, Major League Soccer. A lot going on for the man. Who's the man? Is Rob Black the man? I'm not the man. You're the man. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. And don't forget the weeknight replay at 7. Facebook is rolling out permission screens so users can opt out of targeted ads. This is something that I'm going to say is very Californian. When I first came to California 20 years ago, I was very, 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 quote unquote, international. I was wise. I'd kind of been around the world and I didn't really care a lot about privacy. But then once later in life, as you get older and you start having family and things like that, you do really start to care about it. And I think knowledge is power. And, uh... Sometimes it's the little things that you don't realize that can get you into a lot of trouble. So I, I've said this on the show numerous times. Help your kids understand that what goes on the, the Internet can haunt them. Teach them that you know what Facebook has done is not great. It's not good. So Starbucks is going to close their stores for an afternoon of bias training. Would I buy shares of Starbucks? I would. Back to, why? Because when you go in the stores, there's so many darn people drinking the coffee. He forgot his latte. And that stuff ain't cheap, in my opinion. And uh, you can go in. I went into a Starbucks not that long ago. Got two egg and cheese sandwiches and two coffees. Maybe. A, yeah, that sounds about right. And uh, it's like $18. The fact that they can get you to do breakfast. Ooh. And I walk by a movie theater where I live and they serve alcohol. And I'm like, so after like a date or something, may I, would I potentially say, let's go grab a drink. And if you don't want to go to a bar and yell at each other, hey, that was a really great movie. Yeah. You want to you want to you want to go out again? What? So, or Starbucks where it's going to be a little bit quieter because they're not playing the music, right? Hey, Barber, what do you think when that rock jumped off a helicopter and uh, hit a gorilla in his mouth? <laughs> I know you're saying, you, you don't take people to the rock movies, do you? I do, because it's like my body superimposed with his head. I don't know how they did it. But they did. So other big stories of note today. Lightning in a bottle. How are the markets going to do? Are we going to break out during earnings season? Or are we going to slump after earnings season? 
that's always a big time. If you don't rally into earnings, what do you do? You go, well, let's wait around for another 60 to 70 days and see how things go on economic data. This is different than economic data. You know, I tell you, the economic data that I love, I love it, I love it, I love it, is the jobs report the first Friday of every month. I love it, I love it, I love it, I love it. But earnings season, I, I actually like just as much, but for probably different reasons. A, every company that I personally own, I follow. And then I follow a lot of other companies, so I can talk about them here. Um, I don't personally own, um, you know, Tesla. I might own it in an index somewhere where you have like a Russell 2000 index or a Wilshire 5000 or an S&P 500. So I got to be careful what I say that I do and don't own, but not directly. So Morgan Stanley, big winner today after reported record profit and revenue for the first quarter. What's that make you feel when you hear record profit? Pretty good, right? If you were to come home to your sugar booger and say, sugar booger, you gave me $100 to go to the store and get dinner. And I came back with a can of magical beans to go to the, the sky. But there's a magical goose up there that lays golden eggs. She would probably like slap you around a little bit, right? Your sugar booger would, would, would beat you up. I do not support domestic violence in any way, shape, or form. But if you do come home with a can of magical beans, maybe. But no, no, no. If you came home with record revenues and record earnings, like you just did your taxes, right? Do you see what your revenues were? That was the top line. And then the government comes in and says, I'll take a little bit of this. And the federal government takes a little bit of that. And the state government takes out a little bit of this. And then the bottom line is your earnings. So your top line, your bottom line, how did you do this year? Did you have a record year? Fells one. The IRS. Fells two. Yes. Yes. Fells three. Profit. Profit. IRS has given some taxpayers one more day to file after payment site crashed. Ain't that something, right? Um, Hyperloop. A Elon Musk white paper kind of inspired the world to say, let's take a look at this. And who's going to be the first country to do the Hyperloop? Good question. Saudi Arabia. Abu Dhabi. They want to have one done by 2020. It'll be a 10-kilometer track developed close to the site of the Expo 2020. And al Makoum International Airport, if I mispronounce that, I'm sorry. Hyperloop Transportation Technologies, HTT, one of the firms developing the super-fast transport method, will begin building a track and have an aim for being operational by 2020. That's kind of cool, right? We've lived in the age of the combustion engine for a little bit too long, and it's time for us to say, could there be another way that is safer, maybe, than pushing people around and polluting the earth? A hyperloop. A hyperloop would work by propelling pods, which already I'm starting to get ne- nervous. Propelling pods, right? So jet propulsion pods. How likely and this they're going to propel going? Th- through a large tube at speeds of 750 miles per hour using magnets. And was originally thought up by billionaire Elon Musk. Not really, because we've always used that vacuum tube. Not we, but you've seen the vacuum tubes where the old mail companies, like an old office building, would have a put it in and it would suck it up to the second or third floor. That's out there. 
So there are HTT is also working on a building a passenger capsule that would run on its track. So they're going to start probably with uh, sending storage back and forth and uh, 750 miles per hour. Sign me up. Little kid with mo- uh, mopeds around the world are going, woohoo! You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Do not forget in any way, shape, or form that I have a seminar coming up. And you can sign up for it at Rob Black Show. Use the code RADIO25. This one's going to be in Cupertino in early May. Sign up for the Thursday event at robblackshow.com. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. Hello, hello, hello. I'm, I can't do it. I can't do an English accent. Don't! Can't do it. Vegas Golden Knights, they rock the L.A. Kings, and anyone who beats L.A., I tip my glass to you. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly, Vegas. So now what's interesting about that is Vegas Golden Knights' first year expansion hockey team, right? I know you're saying, where are you going with this? They, first year expansion teams usually stink. Not only did they get to the playoffs, not only did they win first place, not only did they not stink, but they knocked out the Kings. And they did it with a lineup of not a lot of draft picks. Each NHL team had to give up one player or protect, not protect like three or four, but they were allowed to pick, I think one from each team or something like that. There's probably some rules about a goalie or something like that. I don't know. And Vegas Golden Knights, their general manager, a guy named George McPhee. He put together a team of basically some people who weren't wanted or who weren't the top players on their team. So they were left unprotected. Not totally true, like Shea Weber. There were some players and, that were pretty top-notch that Vegas got. But long story short, they get they win. They have a good season. They sell a lot of games. They get first place. They go to the playoffs. They don't even lose a game. Dilly dilly. They were dominant. Dilly dilly. And I'm going to give a special shout-out to George McPhee, the general manager who picked these players. Some would say cast-offs. And put together a championship, not a championship, a playoff caliber team. Now that's your job when it comes to investing to put together a playoff caliber lineup of stocks or indexes or exchange traded funds. You can't have all tech stocks because that's like stacking up all goalies. Can't have all utility companies because that's like stacking up all goalies. You have to have some diversity on your team. Uh oh. Are you talking Starbucks diversity? No, 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 no. You have to have people who can do different roles. And George McPhee, dilly dilly, knocking out L.A. Kings. true friend of the crown. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. In four, no less. Now, again, something I I hate about that is I live in California. I want California to pay taxes for sporting events and beer, especially if I don't go. More taxes, better, in my opinion. Um, Transaction, transaction, transaction equals money for the state. With that said, my favorite store got shut down. Bon Bon stores going out of business after liquidators win the bid at the auction. Uh, wait, wait. They don't sell Bon Bons? Bon Ton sells clothes? Oh, I don't care about that. But they are going out of business. CFP Chad Burton did the show this morning, 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. On the one and the only, KDOW. He talked a little bit about, as a financial planner, about being 
independent, having your own career, um, filing your own taxes. Let's listen into what he had to say just a couple hours ago. I'm going to talk a little bit about it since it's tax time. A lot of self-employed people out there. A lot of self-employed people I find listen to the show. Um, and the most common type that's recommended by CPAs and that's used by self-employed people, the most common type of retirement plan is a SEP IRA. And I still, I just don't get why. I really don't know why people are using SEP IRAs. The individual 401k is better for self-employed people. In almost every single case, especially in the Bay Area, because incomes are really high and most people can't afford to or can't qualify to do a Roth IRA. So their only option is to do what's called a backdoor Roth IRA, where they fund a non-deductible IRA first and then later convert that tax-free into a Roth IRA, because there's no limits to do that. And that's tax-free as long as they don't have any other IRAs. And SEP IRAs count against that, so they can't use that strategy. If that money is instead in an individual 401k, if you're self-employed, you're still good to go on that backdoor Roth IRA. So the individual 401k allows you the same contribution limits. In fact, if you're under about $250,000 of income, you can get more money away pre-tax into an individual 401k. If you're over, it's still the same. The other advantage of an individual 401k is you can also do Roth contributions. So let's say you're putting in you know, about 18% of your net business income plus $18,500 of deferral into the individual 401k. You could choose to do that $18,500 of the deferral portion into the Roth side and still do a SEP-like contribution pre-tax. So CPAs, enrolled agents, self-employed, focus on that individual 401k for 2018. If you need help on that, shoot me an email, point you in the right direction, chat at chadburton.com. The only disadvantage that I can think of is with an individual 401k is the reporting issues. Once you have over $250,000 in your individual 401k, you have to file a form 5,500 each year, which is a very simple form. And it's typically going to cost you $500 in administration fees each year. But if you're still trying to do backdoor Roth IRA, max out your contributions, things like that, it's well worth the $500 a year. Um, The next step, if you're trying to save even more money as a self-employed, is to find benefit plan, which we've talked about in the past, which is really important for people that are in a service industry now that aren't going to qualify for that new 20% pass-through deduction. The point is to get your income down low enough to be under 315000 married finally jointly. If you're lucky enough to have that problem, there is some solutions to, to really get more money away pre-tax if you're self-employed, as long as you have other assets to live off of, if, if you're deferring more income than you know you can afford. So there's strategies around that. Um, so many benefits to that individual 401k. In most firm, most places like TD Ameritrade, you can set those plans up for free. And again, as long as they're under $250,000 in total assets, you don't have to file that 5500, that form 5500. Self-employed people, once, if you decide, this happens every year too about this time, you go in, you get your taxes done, and your CPA or enrolled agent say, you know, if you incorporate, you can pay less self-employment tax. If you incorporate, you can take some of your income as wages and some of your income as distributions, which will not get charged the self-employment tax. 
So a lot of people file their self-employed people file their tax return this year and they go, okay, and then I'll go incorporate. Well, if you're doing something like an individual 401k or SEP, two things, you're not going to get as much money in pre-tax. So maybe it's not worth it if your main goal is to defer much more income pre-tax into retirement because you're behind. Number two, you have to then set up payroll if you want to continue to fund your individual 401k. And maybe it's only once a year where you take a a big distribution, you defer the whole thing. But once you incorporate and you have an individual 401k, it has your deferral. There's two parts in an individual 401k. There's an employee deferral of 18.5, and then there's the employer profit sharing contribution, which is about 18.6% of what you get paid. Okay. It's a, if you're in, if you're an S corp, it's 25% of your W2. It, it, it can kind of get really confusing and boring radio. Long story short, if you incorporate, you need to talk to your advisor, your CPA, and get a payroll set up so that you actually get a paycheck and a W-2. It's all part of that process. People make that mistake every single year. We've had people before that incorporate and don't tell their advisors all the time. So that's important, too. And, And there's a lot of advantages of incorporating your your business if you're self-employed. The most of it has to do with lower self-employment tax. But everything has a, a cause and effect. Everything, you know, if you if you pay a lower self-employment tax, you might not be able to defer as much pre-tax. So you really have to go into a situation when you're saying, should I incorporate my business or not? First of all, what are your main goals? If your main goal is to maximize your cash flow to your household, then paying less tax on self-employment is important. If you're 50 years old and your main goal is I'm trying to save as much as possibly can for retirement, you'd be better off probably doing a defined benefit plan versus incorporating. So lots of things to consider. That's why you need a team. I mean, the the head of the team should be the certified financial planner because we know we've been trained in taxes, insurance, retirement planning, estate planning, and investing. And so we have enough knowledge on all the different areas to speak with all of the professionals and make sure that everybody's on the same page so that your plan is on track. People are spending over a million dollars each day on the iPhone version of Fortnite, and it's only been out a month. You might have seen the phenomenon players unknown, blah, blah, blah. It's been a big hit. And the whole idea of like, 100 people on an airplane jump out in a video game, and the last man standing is the winner. Video games are evolving a little bit, but bat- Fortnite Battle Royale, I'm not going to say they're, they're copying the premises, because they're probably sharing the premises of last man standing. It's only been out on Apple devices for 30 days, but it's already grossed over $25 million in that time. And Apple gets a cut of that. So anytime you hear about like an app like Pokemon Go doing super well, Pulling in billions in revenue, Thank it means you. Apple basically. Apple just sits there and goes, "Thank you very much," and rings the cash register. Service. Fortnite is the most popular game in the world right now, and even though it's only been available for a month, it's already made a huge impact. That's why you own shares of Apple. Total broker to take any action on any stocks mentioned on the show. I'm Rob Black. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Don't forget, big seminar coming up in the Bay Area. You can always go to Rob Black Show. Use the code Radio Twenty Five get in for free if you've never been that's how that works check it out at robblackshow.com 
Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. I live in a world of winners and losers. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I think it is what it is at times. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. Fortnite is a video game that I, I just kind of briefly mentioned that it's it's pretty popular. You can get it on PC, you can get it on your Apple phone. There's a lot of gamers, YouTube gamers, who sadly one of the YouTube video people went into YouTube not too long ago and shot up a couple people. But there's a whole world of YouTubers that people from the age of six to 90 are coming up with their own YouTube channels and they're trying not to get, maybe some of them are getting rich, but the incredibly good looking and popular sexy singer Drake, he met a gamer, a YouTuber, Ninja5k, that they would go head to head in a battle royale on Fortnite. There was a story that I saw out there that productivity is being lost at work and at school because people are playing so much Fortnite. Right? So now you're starting to see it having an economic impact, essentially on the world, right? Oh. It's leading to school bans. It's leading to lost productivity. People are hooked. So are you a loser if you play video games? I don't think so. I think the NBA has got what's called a G League, and they just upped the pay for their players to the same pay that they're paying the video gamers for their video game experience. So the NBA believes that part of what they're going to do in the future is to acquire younger eyeballs. Because to have some of those younger eyeballs right now watch people playing NBA 2K or Madden NBA or whatever it's called. And the NBA announced that they're raising the, the G League salaries. They're gonna, everyone's going to earn a base salary of $35,000. But you know what? That's the same amount of money that they also pay their electronic gamers, which is pretty crazy, right? So your son, Bucky, can be really good at a video game, and he can make the same thing as a minor league basketball team player. No way. Now, that doesn't inspire you to put down the basketball and the, the Nike pumps. And the uh, the swagger and Gatorade and just sit in front of your couch and play video games all day. I don't know what does. And I'm throwing that out there at you. So I now challenge you to be a video gamer. Whoa. But also like YouTubers. Whoa. They too are embracing this. It's, I'd rather, and this is sad and this is pathetic. I'd rather watch people play video games than actually play video games. In fact, there was a McAfee. You know the old man McAfee? He's kind of crazy. Kind of ran from the Belize police. Did he murder his neighbor or not? At one point in time, he came up with a he came up with a concept of he wants to start a gym where you get to watch healthy, good-looking people exercise. And because of that, that may that may cause you to lose weight. I don't know if it was through osmosis or maybe through motivation, but I thought it was interesting. If you're crazy, 
Higher mortgage rates are making the already challenging task of buying an affordable home even tougher for many Americans this spring. Spring is in the air, and I love spring. I used to love living in the East Coast on Washington, D.C. area, New York City, where you go from that burr cold to um, people are wearing shorts and it looks good, and they're wearing less clothes and it looks good. Love is in the air. Buyers are rushing to close deals, though, this spring because mortgage rates are getting high. And in some areas that are affordable, like Denver, the thing that loses the affordability is not too many buyers. It's mortgage rates. In Dallas, some people are embracing longer commutes to find homes they can afford. Places like L.A., San Francisco, New York, where homes are for sale, there's just not many of them. This spring's not exactly working out for the Home Buyers Club, the Men's Hair Club. I'm... I'm not just a customer. I'm the president of the men's hair club. The one thing I can promise you is Rob Black will never, ever, ever get hair surgery done. That's right. Now, I, might wear, I might wear a toupee if it's really, really bad, but I will not get plugs or anything like that. So mortgage rates are still historically pretty low, but we started the year at 3.95%. We're now at 4.42 on the 30 year. That mere extra half percentage point is a waffle thin mint, which you could fit in your belly easy. But that mere extra half percentage point can boost monthly payments and add tens of thousands of dollars extra in interest over the life of the 30-year loan. It's only a and people are starting to see it. It's only a waffle thin mint. Everyone should go to YouTube today and search for waffle thin mint scene. And I bet, only be yeah. I bet you'll be I'll pleasantly surprised with what Voice Money Python put together. The audio clip does not do it justice. First-time homebuyers are already facing significant hurdles to home ownership because starter homes have seen the steepest price increases as well. So spring is in the air, love is in the air, but there's a problem. Mortgage rates are rising. Inventory is low. Affordability is a problem. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.